0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Digest and Invest podcast. We are recording this on the 26th of October, and I'm joined by a very special guest. Just before that, Josh is living the dream in Fiji, uh, and Ben, unfortunately, uh, is uh, recovering from having his appendix out which parts the way for a very special guest, as I mentioned. For those that follow Itoro on, on social media will recognize this man's face and voice already. But today he makes the Digest and Invest debut. The man, the myth, the legend, Nicholas McGregor. How are you?
1: What what an intro! Unreal, unreal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. To be honest, can I can I send this to my mom? Is it, this, if this gets published, can I send this to my mom because she'll be really. She'll yeah, be I mean, I, I, I right actually
0: that felt that's probably the nicest thing I've ever said to you as well. Um, I'm, I'm so, sure it is, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got to start on the right foot. Uh, but how are <laughs> no, you anyway? You good?
1: I'm, I'm really really good I'm um, super good and uh, I hope it's I hope it's raining in Fiji but I hope Ben gets better <laughs> soon because that's uh, very jealous of Josh being out there that but sounds yeah. that
0: sounds like a lot of fun
1: but yeah really really good how are you doing Sam?
0: Yes very well very well I mean not in, in Fiji so can't be uh, can't can't quite be living the dream but other yes. than that I'd say quick look outside and it's there's a bit of blue sky so uh, what were we in? Ne- nearly November, and there's blue sky in the UK. I mean, I know you come from literally uh, a country where there's sun all the time, um, but but, uh,
1: but I think we have we have global warming to thank because I mean, we were in Southampton over the weekend. Yes, and we're sitting in the stadium watching Southampton versus Arsenal, and it was like it was like too hot to be in like a t-shirt. I it almost was. wanted to sit like half naked because it was that warm.
0: Yeah, um, it was very <laughs> warm.
1: I think like um, I could have caught a tan, you know, and pretty close to November. So, so yeah, so thanks, 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 Global Warming, uh, doing do your bit. Yeah, yeah, Global Warming's bad.
0: Um, yeah. Well, look, I mean, on 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 the podcast today, I mean, we can probably talk a little bit about global warming, but um, we'll talk about earnings that are coming out from Microsoft uh, and Alphabet, aka Google. Uh, and then we'll have a little preview uh, of Apple and Amazon. Of course, people will listen to this throughout the week. So it might be Apple and Amazon have already come out, but at least you can get the preview as well to know what to review uh but before that as etoro sponsorship manager you can give us a a quick overview of things on your side of the business
1: as a sponsorship manager for etoro things are going pretty cool at the moment to be honest we've got 18 sponsorships worldwide which is incredible we've got five clubs in the uk including your beloved arsenal sam we've got five clubs five clubs in germany um, and also AS Monaco, Vitesse, Slavia Prague, Gedanks, Chifri Cluj, uh, who are currently like five times champions in the Romanian mm. league, um, and then of course rugby Australia. So we've got a pretty pretty large footprint worldwide, which is which is fantastic. Um, and uh, we've uh, we've recently started a new activation, which I mentioned to you we were together in in Southampton yeah. where we were basically just rewarding etoro clients at our different clubs all over the UK with club branded scarves so um uh, it'll be like obviously you show the Southampton logo and then the etoro logo on this beautiful scarf and uh, obviously you were there with me but for those listening we've been to Arsenal we've been to Aston Villa we've been to Southampton and we're still going to Newcastle and mm. uh, Crystal Palace which has been which has been really exciting
0: yeah, well, any Newcastle fans actually that are going to the game at St James's Park on 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 Saturday this Saturday, do come and find us. Hundred percent, it'd be be great to to meet some of you. So obviously, we sponsor quite a a lot of clubs there that you mentioned. What's what's the sort of strategy behind that? Any special moments from uh, a fixture that you can you can think of as well? Oof, two two very
1: good questions. Um, I would think from a strategy point of view, it's kind of like. So, for example, we've got like a lot of clubs in the UK, right? We've got five clubs in the UK, five clubs in Germany. And those are kind of like a really sort of developed markets. And people know who we are. And it's kind of like this density play, right? Where we want people to see us all the time. So regardless of whatever game you're watching in the Bundesliga or the Premier League, you're most likely going to see eToro LEDs at the stadium mm-hmm. or on the media backdrop when the manager's doing an interview, you're going to see the eToro logo behind him. In some sort of capacity, right? And then when it comes to other markets like kind of Central and Eastern Europe, we've got our sort of lighthouse sponsorships. So that'll be with the front of shirt sponsors, and you'll see us all over the club. And uh, it's it's kind of it's usually with really robust and established teams in that market. So as as Slavia Prague, Jeffrey Cluj, AS Monaco, etc. So so yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of how it is.
0: Amazing. Well, look, I, I feel with with the sport guy on, we're gonna have to get a few uh, sort of sport links in the podcast today. So we'll see how we we can get on. Uh, but I'm sure between you and I, we'll be able to to sort something out there. I'm sure we can do something. We can think of something. Cool. Well, look, let's get into it then. Um, I, I guess first of all, we can we can start off with just going through uh, Microsoft. Uh, they're the third biggest company in the world which is insane when you when you think about it like that so i guess straight away with the sport link that's your your sort of your real madrid's your, your manchester united is one of the biggest clubs in the world biggest sure. companies in the world so they're a very big deal and they have a significant impact on the market because of that so if it comes in good comes in bad the market's going to move not just the individual stock price so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later but from a business perspective they're a multinational technology company which sounds very very special, doesn't it? Um, that primarily specialises in e-commerce, cloud computing, digital streaming, and artificial intelligence.
1: That's quite a lot of stuff that they that they do and that they're kind of that they focus on. How did their report go last night? How have the markets reacted to that?
0: Yeah, it, quite interestingly, and we'll we'll link it to Alphabet in a moment so they both reported last night after 9 p.m UK time so after the US market had closed uh and as I mentioned being the third biggest company in the world and second in the US it was always going to have an impact on the broader market but individually that the, the share price did slip lower in late trade and is, is still down as of now I mean we're, we're filming this around sort of midday UK time so it'd be interesting to see how that develops today reasons it moved lower well weaker than expected cloud revenue and soft guidance uh while also noting slowing pc and ad demand which is a regular sort of feature of the earnings season so far uh unfortunately sales grew by 11 percent, which on the face of it, it might sound okay it's just it that that pretty good exactly but when we dig a little deeper we find that is the slowest revenue growth in five years so as with any sort of earnings report it would be okay this is the expected figure uh and what will come out will then be what moves market so yeah slowest revenue growth in five years on the face of it then that actually isn't that good fears of a worldwide recession as we know they're growing uh and and we've seen consumers and businesses throughout the world make budget cuts in response to rising prices and of course interest rates so that's not really helping things also this year uh the us dollar has been so so strong so these american companies they've been harmed buy that high currency which has increased the cost of exporting goods so that's harmed them as well and I think that's again going to be a regular factor for this earnings season uh Microsoft then went on to to say in their report um they expected demand for its PC and cloud computing technology to continue to fall this year as businesses and customers cut back sales in its Xbox video game business have also slumped so all in all not the best reading uh, and i think it was down at one point sort of five six percent so yeah not not amazing
1: in, in terms of in terms of alphabets how was that report and how do the markets react and where is the company making most of its money
0: yeah well i mean again massive company as well and, and the market cap is, is just under two billion so third biggest in the united states and fourth biggest in the world and as i mentioned we'll talk about Amazon, uh shortly, and Apple. So along with Microsoft, that's four of the top five. The other uh one in, in in the top five, it's not a US company. Do you know it?
1: I think I do know this. Go on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Saudi Aramco. Yes. Yeah, oh, is that yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, it's like a bit of a bit of a shot in the dark. But... Well okay, cool. well done.
0: Well done. Okay. Yeah. So the four of these these US companies in the top five, Saudi Aramco, the other one, but yeah, all massive absolutely massive um so we had this report from uh, Alphabet reporting at the same time as Microsoft so Alphabet was lower Microsoft was lower and therefore the Nasdaq the S&P the Dow Jones were all lower as well and actually I I mean I know markets did recover in sort of early trades on on Wednesday uh, and was down more than two percent, slightly off those lows now. But it'll be really, really interesting to see how we develop throughout the rest of the week. So, on the face of it, the re- report wasn't great. I mean, sales for Alphabet, which owns Google and YouTube, rose by six percent in the three months to September to sixty-nine billion dollars. Which again might sound okay, but as firms cut their adi- advertising budgets, the the sort of you know the 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 sort of the, the growth that we're seeing here is is slowing down uh a little bit and actually this marked the u.s firm's weakest quarterly growth in nearly a decade um so again when you hear stats like that you think okay well they're struggling a little bit yes the macro environment isn't great right now uh but these companies are are, are clearly struggling uh as well um and, and also their profits to by over 30 percent again doesn't sound great and and that went from mm-hmm. uh went to i should say 13.9 billion in the quarter as YouTube ad revenues fell for the first time since the company started disclosing them to the public so again it's talking about that ad side of the business we're seeing a big struggle in a lot of companies snap last week reported uh issues there and, and their share price fell because of it um so yeah not ideal the company sales growth has decreased for five straight quarters now as well uh so you can see all in all, it's not really painting the the prettiest picture. Uh, both Alphabet and Microsoft having a poor earnings is yeah. not what we wanted to see. It's uh, it's like I guess your Real Madrids and your Barcelona's having a very very poor Champions League season. We still know they're great clubs. We still know sure. they're great fl- clubs, fl- and fl- they back. will recover. You know they're going to come back. But right now, mm, you know, a little we'll bit of a poor
1: run of form, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, that's. But we know they're going to come back talking about the other big one, and uh, there's two to go for us now, yeah. But Apple first, and I've actually got some pretty amazing facts for you regarding Apple. Go on, there are 1.2 billion iPhone users in the world, that's like, that's like a sixth of the whole world is using Apple. That's insane, yeah. No, that's massive, right? Um, and there are over 2.2 billion iPhone units that have actually been sold, right? So it's it's massive. Okay. Um, and the most popular app in the iOS, which is actually super interesting, is TikTok. You'd think it'd be mm. like an Apple-related product or something, but it's, it's actually TikTok. Also, 35% of people who have an iPhone also have an Apple Watch.
0: Interesting. Do you, do you have um, uh, an Apple Watch yourself? I actually don't, you know.
1: I feel, like, I feel like I should have one, but I mean, I'm always like, what does it give me that my phone doesn't? I don't know. Yeah, a heart rate. A heart rate, a heart rate. Yes, no, fair enough. Yeah. I'm like really fit, so my it's always <laughs> super low. Like I don't even need a check. Like so this is
0: actually my fair my night. a good friend of mine's birthday yesterday, and his girlfriend got him an Apple Watch, and he yeah. he was really really proud of it, and he sent a picture of it, but I, I don't think he remembered. To change the background of the apple watch and it was a picture of mickey mouse which i thought was quite interesting That's um so I, I need to take the mic out of him for that but i, I actually had an apple you gotta watch take, but...
1: you got to take the mickey out of him
0: that do? Oh, hey. I, like um,
1: that. I, I thought you did that on purpose to be honest Oh like, well, that. yeah
0: maybe i did i sort of missed, missed missed one there but uh, yeah the insane facts about apple yeah, um uh, and and talking about their earnings i'll keep it brief because we still got amazon to go through and preview, but investors will, I think they're going to be keeping a close eye on sort of the iPhone 14 sales. Um, I mean, I, I know my, I've got an iPhone 11 and I've had this three years now. I, and I have to say, I have no, no real interest to get the iPhone 40. I mean, how, how do you feel about, I mean, I know you've got an iPhone. Are you, are you one of them people every two years get the latest one or not, not like that at all?
1: I, I've also got an iPhone 11 and I don't know why I get another one.
0: Yeah. The camera's perfect.
1: It works brilliantly. Yeah. I've got an upgrade in like six months, and like I don't know why I would even need to upgrade to be dead on it.
0: Yeah, I look at no. an iPhone
1: fourteen, and I've, I've not even given me like. Yeah, and
0: screen. and and these days you can go get a new battery, right? And so I'm now just yeah. on sim only, and yeah. I wonder how many people are going to actually think about that even more as we go into you know a worldwide recession people cutting discretionary spending it might be a really tough time for these these companies so it'd be interesting to watch that has growth been good or has that current macro environment really sort of caught up um however better than expected sales of ipads and macs uh, are also expected uh which have been delayed in recent quarters uh by part shortages so that's sort of potentially an area where it might improve and that might help apple uh apple however in july uh, they did warn that supply constraints might reduce sales by four billion uh, this quarter but again if we're pricing that in and we get that it's not really a surprise uh some analysts anticipate the company will claim that this quarter supply chain management was improved again look out for that um revenue is expected at 88.79 billion just the 88.79 billion uh, and an EPS of 1.27. And while Apple haven't actually offered any guidance since 2020, we will be listing out uh, sort of how they feel about the current headwinds facing them, which we obviously mentioned a few of those already. Any forecast or guidance in a way? That suggests a sort of lighter than expected holiday season in December could could present the biggest risks to shares. So we're going into this period in the back end of the year where historically it's good for Apple, you know, it's holiday season, people buying mm. gifts. I mean, I'm, sure. I you know, I I would happily have got someone, AirPods or you know, that, those kind of things. And and if that really starts to slow into the back end of the year it's going to be a bit of a worry so any sort of forward guidance is, is that on what that, you
1: give for christmas presents you give like apples? well i mean
0: I I, I I do you know what i was about to say after that a watch but then i was like i'm not spending 300 quid on anyone so I uh,
1: mean, like, how, how close are we can you give me a christmas <laughs> present
0: <Does> that, <laughs> well i gave you an iphone charger last year for free did, didn't you i did,
1: you did give me an iphone charger um, that wasn't even christmas on my birthday so that no was very kind of you
0: yeah yeah but yeah i mean listen it'll be interesting to see come you know the the back end of the year any any guidance on that are people still happy to spend money on these things uh as well um also analysts will want to know where apple shares will continue to sort of be a safe haven for you know investors as other you know big tech names as, as well are sort of in that category they've done so well for so many years but will they continue to yes we're we're down um you know 25 30 percent for these big names but a lot of that has to be put down to the sort of global macro environment i do think they are going to to recover eventually apple continues to have extraordinary high free cash flows and spends tens of billions annually on dividends and share buyback so these are good things you know long term i do like this stock but right now this second it, it could be a pretty tough time and, and and you know especially after what we've seen from amazon and alphabet it might be a struggle so i guess in a way it's like you know you've got your real madrid's and your barcelona struggling it might be that your Atletico Madrid is you're thinking where well, they're they're going to go through a hard period as well. While yes, they probably will recover, uh, right now not ideal.
1: Interesting. And then last but not least, and I'm trying to work out the the sporting analogy for this for this hmm. company. Is this? The, I'm thinking like is this the PSG? Like all the money in the world, but not quite there. Or I could be completely wrong. You could you you're the pro, right? But we talk about tech giant Amazon. What will investors be keeping an eye for in this news report? I understand they're going to report on on Thursday as well.
0: Yeah, that's right. Thursday after the close. Actually, not a bad shout at PSG. I mean, they, they're trying to come in and and get their their fingers in all kind of different pies, and they've had a massive rise obviously over the last few years. So the PSG uh, link there isn't actually too bad. I'll go with nice. that. Okay, uh, but yeah, after the market close on Thursday. So for those listening in the UK, that will probably be around sort of quarter past nine p.m on on Thursday you'll probably know the results of both Amazon and Apple and look we we had a a, a decent sized reaction in markets last night with Alphabet um, and Microsoft so expect something similar if it's good to the upside if it's bad to the downside but also I mean look we haven't got time to go through all of these but this week we've got earnings from Spotify, UPS, Coca-Cola, Boeing, Ford, Shopify, McDonald's, Intel, exxon and i literally could go on and on this week this
1: would be is an eight-hour podcast
0: yeah. yeah and no one wants to listen to that <laughs> no,
1: no, one is no one does an eight-hour podcast no one yeah
0: so it's 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 a pretty bonkers week really mm-hmm. um and then you know next week you've then got more central bank meetings uh in fact let me just get that exactly i mean this time next week people will be gearing up for the next federal reserve interest rate de- decision so for this week there's going to be a blackout period to the fed just in case anyone was wondering you won't hear any comments from fed officials anyway back to amazon uh this is their first report since the 20 to one uh stock split in july but what will wall street be keeping an eye on uh well amazon's capacity to to manage increased operating expenses uh, as the company works to extend its amazon prime services for one more importantly wall street will will be paying particular attention i would imagine to the amazon cloud service because despite the fact that the company's primary source of revenue is from retail Amazon web service or AWS as as some of you will probably know has been the division's most lucrative one in in sort of recent times so the AWS revenue was up 33% last quarter some analysts actually do see that slowing down this one but again we're starting to price that in so how much of that slowdown will, will be important Uh, But just following on uh, from the sort of AWS significance, it remains the global leader in the cloud computing sector. So while some of the other companies we've talked about today are in that area, Amazon has a 39 percent market share. So keep an eye on that number. Does that increase? Does it decrease? Will be important. Uh, Operating income from the cloud service totaled five point seven two billion in quarter two, which was up 36 percent over the same period last year i mean this aided the business in generating overall operating income of 3.32 billion i mean some of these numbers wow. are just insane Unreal. aren't they in the second yeah yeah crazy. crazy um however the you know because of this sort of rising operational costs and initiatives to expand in other business divisions total operating income was down 57 percent last quarter so let's just rattle off some of the expectations for, for this one uh, I've got some written down here. EPS uh, 023, which would represent a 26% decrease from uh, quarter free 2021. Sales for quarter free are expected to be up 15% at $128 billion, which indicates operating costs are still weighing on the company's bottom line. Year-over-year, Amazon earnings are expected to decline 94%, which sounds crazy this year, but rise an impressive 1100%. Uh, at 2.18 percent declined per... by
1: 94 percent
0: yeah i mean some That's... of these numbers are, are pretty pretty crazy uh, That's almost all then, of it <laughs> yeah and then looking at uh, a big rise in 2023 top line growth is expected with sales predicted to be up 11 percent this year and rise another 15 percent next year to six hundred billion dollars, which sounds great, but it's the lowest, it's a slower growth than in the past. So, all in all, the earnings this week they're not expected to be amazing, but as with many things, it's what's priced in. So less bad news can be good news. If it is more bad news, I really struggle to see this market pushing on for the rest of the week. Um, so yeah we'll just have to keep a watch on that but remember you even have uh, meta out tonight for those that are listening but then yes amazon uh, and apple on Thursday, and that's really going to dictate price in the build-up i would say to the federal reserve meeting next wednesday
1: what, what an incredible week in markets and unreal it's yeah. uh, yeah. so
0: much so much going on it it, it really is, is, is crazy. it's crazy is this it's going to be I mean, we'll 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 get to Friday, um, and it's it's on a knife edge at the moment. We could be we could be three four percent higher globally, or we could be three four percent lower right now, and Crazy. it's it's those earnings are, are really going to dictate that. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh, and also, guys, as as always, head over to Etoro Academy, video guides, podcasts, everything you want is there. But Nick, thank you very much for for joining uh, this week. Thank you so much for having me, Sam. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'll catch you soon. Uh, And everyone else, I will see you or speak to you this time next week. Take care. Bye bye. You've been listening to Digest and Invest from eToro. For more information, visit eToro.com.